This is episode 79 of Go Be Wyoming. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I'm sitting here with Zach Gale. Zach, it's a Sunday. It's good to be back. Yeah, it is. Um, we first want to start out with a big uh, thank you to the Sheridan Press and Tracy Davis. Um, she did a, a weekend article about local podcasts in the area and, and what they do. And um, she wrote very kindly of us and it, it was very well, uh, well written. And also we want to say, you know, I, I don't know if you know Devin really well, Zach, but I know Devin and been following his podcast. So check his out, Blazing Trails. And then uh, Bert um, from Bison. And Union, he's got one, uh, Be the Bison, and that one's always a fun one. He's had some cool guests. So yeah, um, wanted to start off with that. This episode is brought to you by Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. Are you looking to buy, sell, or build a home here in Sheridan County? You are, you are going to need an expert realtor. We're having a huge housing boom. You know, people are moving here quickly. Uh, you're going to need an expert. And make sure make sure you're planned. You know, if you're selling a home, make sure you know what you're going to do next. Yeah. So you're going to need an expert realtor. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Another sponsor for today's episode is DYT Solutions offering custom web design and digital marketing services for your company and brand. This is also brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They are a full-service printing company. Do you need anything large format, digital color, um, anything like that? They can help you out. Also, they offer full marketing services, so that's social media, web design, and more. They're also on North Main there. Another sponsor for today's show is Sheridan County Title. Why pay more at your closing? Sheridan County Title provides great service at a lower cost. Have any questions on your property or if you're looking to refinance, have Sheridan County Title help you today. Call them at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by the Historic Pony Bar and Grill. They now have that deck open year-round. They put up siding and, the, and plexiglass so you can sit on the deck. Uh, they did that in, you know, uh, to COVID to, to get more seating. And actually, I think it, it might help them out in the long run of just, you know, they can have more people in there. So uh, this this is brought to you by the Pony Bar and Grill. And uh, let's get into our episode, Zach. Yes. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 79 of Go Be Wyoming. Welcome back, Wyoming knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep saying it and then if it catches on, it catches on. Yeah. Um, it's not like the governor's got that trademarked. So <laughs> um so Zach, first thing, this is kind of funny. You and I were talking about this. Um yeah. a gentleman, I should have wrote now, I shouldn't say what his name is, but a gentleman wrote to us on Facebook. Um, he shared our page. And his comment on there was, Wyoming is a socialist state. No one cares about your opinion. Um, my, first, my first reaction, my notes here, Zach, are I can't tell, like, is he trying to insult us? Yeah. Did he list, like, has he listened to any of our things? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, maybe the people, maybe uh, the listeners should comment and see, like, what, I don't know. Um I'm confused too. Yeah. Like that, that so. statement just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It was so, and then this, my second thing is, you know, okay. I don't know. I mean, really for anybody, it doesn't matter where you align politically that, like you said, that statement doesn't make sense yeah. either way you go. So it's like, that's the wrong direction to go in regards to if you're trying to have a conversation with somebody, um, 
you know, and then my second point, Zach, is we say this all the time, but like when he says no one cares about your opinion, that's just wrong. Yeah. Um, I have a right to my opinion and I can voice my opinion. Um, just like he does, you know, it's not like I'm going to go after him and say, Hey, you got to put that down. Like that's whatever yeah. you can, you can say whatever you want to say on Facebook, man. Right. I'd be a little concerned cause Zuckerberg's starting to track all your stuff, but you know, whatever, but uh, that's a different conversation <laughs> altogether. But, um, yeah, no, it's just weird. And so, um, I think this, I think this should annoy anybody. Yeah. If, even if you're Bernie Sanders, like he should be annoyed that someone's saying, I don't care about your opinion. Yeah. I don't know if Bernie would, you know, whatever, but, and then I'm trying to think of like a super alt-right person, but it's like the first amendment's your first amendment. So, um, you know, I don't know what we've said on here. That's so controversial. I mean, we've called out some different things that, but it's never been like, you're bad. It's, we just like, we want to know more about that. You know? Um, I don't know why you would say nobody cares about your opinion. I mean, we've got facts for you, buddy. People do. (laughs) They're listening to us. Yeah. (laughs) They're, they're tuning into the show. Um, but even if if you don't personally care about our opinion, good for you. Uh, well, and that's you can the, just turn and walk the other way. Well, and that's the beauty of a podcast. Yeah, you, you know, if, if you if, don't have to listen. Yeah, if he's a lost <laughs> listener, it's like I I don't want you as a listener because you obviously aren't understanding yeah. the First Amendment, which somebody should try and explain it to him. But sure. and who knows, he might not even freaking listen. You know what I mean? Because it was yeah. just our our page. You know, he may have no idea. You know, it's just yeah. a guy. He saw a thing and he commented on it. So yeah. anyways, um, I don't know. I'd say he's not very, he's not living up to the go BYO, uh, no mission message. And so. who knows? It could be a freaking bot for all it we know. Be. Um, so anyways, just wanted to share that with it's everybody. our first hate mail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, we've already had some people message us. Um, and, and I will say in regards to that first one that we ever got, that's exactly what it was is all we said was we just want more information on yeah. something. Yeah. And it's not like we were attacking anybody. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of misinformation or just lack of information. So anyways, but that's what we get for being journalists, I guess. Um, There's air quotes on that journalist. Air quotes, air (laughs) journalists. Yeah. Um, Well, let's jump into some local stuff, Zach, some Sheridan and Johnson County. Um, I think Sundays will be kind of maybe a sports day one. Okay. Just you get all the results and stuff like that. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll, we'll try and go through this quickly here. So the Sheridan basketball teams, um, the girls are off to a uh, good start. They are three and two. Um, they are two and two in their, uh, they call them quadrants. I'm just going to say division because quadrants, you're like, I don't know what that means. So yeah. they're two and two, but they're second in their quadrant right behind, I believe, Thunder Basin. Um, okay. Thunder Basin, I believe girls are like five and oh. So um, they're probably going to be the number one in the girls. Um and then the boys, um, they are four and one. Uh, they are three and zero in their division. Um, this weekend, the loss came from Billing Central. Billing Central is always a really good team. Yep. Um, they always do really well in Montana. Um, so that's your Sheridan uh, Sheridan uh, records. Um, we'll go to kind of our our other neighbors here. Um, the Buffalo Boys are also two and two. They're second in their division. This is interesting. Bighorn is also two and two, but they're third in their division. They're not in the same division. Okay. Um, and I believe Buffalo beat Bighorn. So, anyways, <laughs> so um, that's and I think those are division conference records. Um, sure. I don't think uh, those could be those could be a uh, full records. Okay. Um, Buffalo girls are two and two, and then the uh, Bighorn girls are zero and four. I believe Buffalo's 
three. The girls are three or second in their division. Okay. Um, couldn't find anything on Casey boys basketball, uh, but the Casey girls are four and oh, so nice. leading their division. Yeah. Um, nice. Sounds like, sounds like Casey girls might be uh, be a team to reckon with in a, uh, in 1A. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Some good, uh, good showing there in basketball yeah. um, and other sports. Um, Isaac Otto and Ben Patton are leading the Sheridan boy. Uh, what is she? Would it be Sheridan boys? I guess it would be boys swimming. swimming. Yeah, yeah. Cause I think the, the girls swimming is in the fall. Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyways, Isaac Otto, Ben Patton, I believe they're both either junior seniors. Um, they're, they're top three in the state and in a lot of their events. So that's great to see. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I want to stop you just for a second. Yes. The, the swimming program here is really good. Yeah. Uh, we, so we should have a coach moron. We should to talk. Sometime. Absolutely. Really fun. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, well, he's really turned that around cause there were some years there where, you know, they were fighting and clawing just to get kids to come out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, so the the boys' swim program is doing really well. Hopefully they can finish the year. Um, you know, wrestling news. So wrestling's weird this year because they can't do any tournaments. They're big tournaments, so they have oh, to do okay. they have to do duels. And sure. um, the Wild Preps website was very – I was like, I can't freaking understand yeah. any of this. <laughs> but just uh, for our Sheridanites, Sheridan beat Thunder Basin in nice. wrestling in a duel, so – Perfect. Uh, that's really anyone yeah. we care about here. So, <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, recreationally, uh, Jess Hattervig, a sponsor of the show, he runs the black mountain soccer league. Um, that will be starting this week. You probably missed the deadline to sign up. Um, but you know, like most recreational leagues, I think, um, you can jump on a team, you know, sure. you just got to pay in most likely, yeah. you know? And so anyway, so that black mountain soccer team is rocking and rolling. Nice. And I just want to make sure that's all the sports stuff. Yep. That's all our kind of the sports for the local news. Um, I do want to talk about this Zach right here, and then I'll have you talk about the historic preservation plan. Sure. Um, so Dave Kinski, and then we had Bo Biteman on, you know, I don't think Bo said it on record, but him and I were talking about this on Thursday last week and they both, you know, condemned the violence, you know, the people that, um, however you want to say it. the ones that ruined it for everybody, I guess, yeah. if you want to say, um, so Kinski made out a, a formal statement, uh, Bo told me that. And, you know, I, you know, most people would agree, you know, violence is yeah. not tolerated. So yeah. anyways, I just want to put that out there. Um, you know, uh, I, I we got to try and come together on, on the things that we agree with, you know? Yeah. For um, sure. so yeah. Um, talk about this historic preservation plan here in uh, Sheridan County. Yeah, so uh, the Historic uh, the Preservation Committee has uh, received, uh, I think, a grant or some approval to kind of continue their uh, their efforts to, um, you know, protect buildings and, and sites here in the county. Um, and so after a year and a half after the project was resurrected, so this started in early 2019-ish, um, they, they were, they brought back... Um, and so they're moving forward with their first project. So this project is really just um, promote the educational, cultural, and economic benefits of historic preservation, um, really trying to look at the um, protection and reuse and interpretation of local buildings, sites, structures, areas, and archaeological sites throughout the county. Um, that's according to the uh, um, planning commissions or 
the group's chair, uh, Kristen Campbell. So this project, once completed, will serve as a guide for the preservation commission and local government, and it'll help them make... Oh, let's pause. I did open the windows to get a little bit of air. Oh, you're good. This will be a good test. We'll kind of see yeah. what the mics are picking up here. Not that bad, even with the it's, windows. Yeah, open, it isn't know? too bad. I don't hear it on the... Okay. I'm going to keep going. I think the, the loud part's gone now. Yeah, you're good. Okay. So, uh, like I said, the plan, once completed, will serve as a guide for the Preservation Commission and local government, and it will help them make informed decisions in regards to protecting the county's history and culture. Uh, so the hope is to provide a roadmap for how to bolster the county's economy while maintaining and protecting its history, culture, and character. Um so I think they're just trying to lay out a groundwork right now. Like here's kind of what we see. Here's how we want to protect these buildings while still promoting uh, local businesses. Sure. Um, so there, there's a quote here that's kind of interesting. When people think of historic preservation, they often think of protecting historic buildings. Well, that will be addressed in the county's plan. The Preservation Commission realizes the county's cultural heritage extends far beyond downtown Sheridan. So this, I mean, it's not going to be so... Uh, you know, focused on focused downtown. on downtown. Yep. Sure. Well, there's plenty of sites around here. You know, whether it's Fort Phil Kearney, Wagon Box, uh, um, yeah, Fetterman Fight, whatever. You know, Kendrick Mansion, Kendrick you know, Mansion, all that yeah, stuff. Exactly. Shoot, I mean, some people, some people rep reference this Market Hall building as the depot, which it was. You yep. know, as the depot building. Um, I actually would almost. Say, it's one of the things I brought up, Zach, when you brought this up is <laughs> these things are always funny because, like. Hey, I'm not against it. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, yes, we got to preserve stuff that we can. There comes a point, though. So they've been doing this. They've been trying to get this study going for like two years. Yeah. And then it might take another year and a half to get. And it's like, okay, I know that costs money. Like, people don't just do these things for free. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, this plan, you know, does it cost the city money to do stuff? You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean. Right. <laughs> This is one of those things where it's like it's a great idea and it, it means well, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, is it doing anything? You know, right. we're going to be about five years into this idea. Yeah. And it's like, great. Like, you haven't done anything for five years. Like, that's awesome, guys. You know, and yep. um, I, I'm not ba I'm not trying to bash it. I'm just because, Zach, you and I were talking about there's hopefully going to be that new Thai restaurant in next to Wells Fargo. Yep. We've seen just you and I can remember at least four to five businesses go through that building. Yep. And because that's a technically a historic building and yeah. it's kind of like, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> it'd be kind of nice. I've thought about like the city should just buy and tear it down and make it parking. It'd be yeah. a wonderful parking spot. Right. I know Wells Fargo would probably appreciate that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the businesses on Main Street would appreciate that. Yep. Safe parking. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, let's let's run through four or five businesses yeah. that can't get through, you know, I don't know. It's just an example of there, there comes a point where, yes, I love that we have a historic downtown yeah. in, in an area, but there comes a point where it's like, yeah, well we're in 2021 now, you know? Yep. Um, and I've heard many businesses talk about, I heard that one. That yeah. was the train engine yeah. there. Um, <laughs> I've heard many businesses talk about the problems in regards to if they ever will fix the plumbing and sewage on mm. Main Street. Because mm -hmm. you're going to have to tear stuff up. Yep. That's going to be a big project. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, it's like, how about we think about that? You know, right. I don't know. That, and I mean, that's probably a city thing anyways. But yeah. um, I mean, that's going to have to involve your historic planning because a lot of those buildings are historic. You know, I mean, this anyway. So, yeah. Well, and so one thing uh, the chairman uh, points out is that they noticed um, in recent years, people are going, tourists are going where the culture and history have been preserved, which makes sense. Right. Um, but again, it comes down to this. How much are you going to tie up? Uh, business owners hands with that. Yeah. And, you know, I would look to, um, Bozeman has a pretty, I think, uh, nice mix of keeping downtown very, you know, historic looking right. and then also being able to accommodate other things. So there are some nice new hotels that are just being built right off of uh, main street sure. there. And, you know, there's parking places and stuff like that. I think, um, a lot of new businesses are able to come in there and kind of make, uh, you know, make their business flourish while still maintaining that kind of spirit of, of a historic right. Western downtown. Do you notice Bozeman have one of these plans? I don't know. Um, cause that's where I'm sure they probably, I'm sure they do. Cause then it's like, um, you know, that'd be nice to know from this board is, are you going to use, you know, other, other cities plans, sure. yeah. you know, use examples, um, yeah. which I would admit, I would hope you would, I yeah. mean, <laughs> right. uh, this, you know, this didn't work for this city, but it worked yeah. for Bozeman, you know, so, right. um, yeah, no, I, it, it's interesting. I, I you know, it's one of those conversations you got to have about like, you know, it's like, um, the mint, you know? Yeah. I want that historic, Yep. you know? And so it's, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not sitting here saying like, we shouldn't do that. I'm just saying like, you know, we got to make sure we're thinking things through, I guess, right. which is, I guess, take five years to get it done. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We're going to take a break before we get to state news, energy and ag. Um, I want to do a giveaway, Zach. We have a, we have a red bison giveaway. Stefan Mullins gave us a giveaway. Nice. For the show. And I thought about this, um, for so people have to listen right so okay. this is we have a gift card for red bison so they um i'm trying or actually we tried this the wrong well this is what we'll do okay this is what we'll do is i'll have a instagram post they're gonna have to comment you know like and you know they better be following us on instagram yep and so they gotta comment a comment a friend in and then what year did i coach you oh okay yeah do we even know that i don't even yeah know. i do uh, okay is everybody ready for this yeah so okay so remember here are the rules we will have an instagram post throughout the week yep um titled we'll probably title it like episode 79 this is for a red bison studio gift card yep when did aaron coach zach uh and this would be i'm gonna say freshman because yeah. there's probably guys that listen that know us but freshman year so yep. your freshman year zach what year was that my freshman year was the fall of 2013 God, I'm old. Um, <laughs> fall of 2013. Yes. Okay, there you go. Comment a friend, comment that year, and then we'll do kind of a, you know, like a raft, you know, random yeah. selection. So anyways. Drop the name out of the hat. Yep, exactly. Um, sweet. Okay. State news. Um, since it's pretty short, Zach, let's just add some of our energy and ag into this. Sure. Um, I, I threw this in here, Zach, because I remember one of our conversations with Tom Kelly because he is from Chicago. Yep. So the City Journal, again, is done by the Manhattan Institute out of New York. Okay. They are a think tank, um, you know, an unbiased think tank. And they had this wonderful article and study. And it's funny because they pull up studies from other journalists from like 20 years ago. 
about Chicago's problems. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, it's one of the, it's again, like Bo's like, I'm yelling from the rooftops and no one is listening. And yeah. then it's like, all, like it's a surprise. You yeah, know, right. and this is kind of like the city journals. Like, I don't know how you can be surprised because yeah. like New York is about to have, because they're in New York, obviously. Mm-hmm. So anyways, they're really pushing a lot of that, like spending problems is sure. what it is. So sure. it, t- the basis of it, Zach, this study is, uh, you know, obviously years ago, yeah, Chicago increased pensions, benefits, salaries to city and state employees within the city. Okay. Which obviously led to, okay, well, how do you get to come up with that money? <laughs> Taxes. Yeah. And now they're seeing this problem where property owners, you know, and people are leaving mm-hmm. and these property owners you know, are kind of hand tied because their property is not worth anything right. due to property taxes or they don't have any money. Sure. And they're kind of like, what do I do? You know, cause I can't really pay the taxes, can't pay property taxes, yeah. you know, say like you have a commercial building, like no one's going to buy it or use it. Yep. You know? And so it, <laughs> it's, it, 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 I, I put it in here because it's like, how do we, <laughs> how do we send this caution to the state of Wyoming? Cause, cause Bo laid it out. He's like, here are the facts, here are the numbers for kind of our big state budget hitters. And his message was, I think every, if everyone can come to the table and just compromise, we're going to be fine. Yeah. And no one's going to lose, you know, it's not like we're going to have massive layoffs. We're not going to, you know, um, the the government's not going to disappear. Right. Uh, but you know, uh, you've got like the teachers union, you've got Y dot, you've got the health department. They're all digging in. They're like, no, I can't, we can't cut anymore. We can't cut anymore. And you've got people out here with no jobs and it's like, well, somebody does, you know, and that's, (laughs) you know, and you know, and, uh, so anyway, I just, you know, it's one of these things again where it's like, well, somebody has to, yeah, no, and and somebody has to be a leader in, in, you know, um, People may say we attack K-12 in the University of Wyoming, but um, I was surprised about the amount of of money that the health department gets. Mm -hmm. That's kind of on my next hit list. I'm like, you guys get a billion dollars a year. Yeah. You cannot complain. Now, (laughs) let me back up. Health workers, though, have done a great job through COVID. Definitely. But you cannot tell me that that department cannot look at some ways to cut money out of a $1 billion budget. Right. When everyone else has no job. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, like, I want to hear that option first. I want to hear about limiting the University of Wyoming. I want to hear limiting some other state agencies before K-12. Yeah. So, again, it's... so I don't know what what's what's your take on that, Zach? No, I think uh, I'm going to draw a parallel here with history because um, I like that stuff. So hell yeah, <laughs> you saw people. You know, when we talk about um, westward expansion, right? People are moving west for opportunity. It's either opportunity or religious persecution back east, right? So they're moving west for more freedoms. There comes a time where we close the frontier, right? Because now we have 50 states in the union or 48 continuous states yes. in the union. Yep. Um, well, I think I think that mentality, though, is still there, like the frontier. And that's Wyoming. We're seeing that now, except, it, except it's not religious persecution. It's tax. It's, you know, it's the more, it's the opportunity, seeking opportunities. Yep. And if Wyoming doesn't look at that and see that they're still considered the frontier to a lot of people, they're, the, you know, the last stand for freedom and for um, uh, economic prosperity, 
we're going to end up like the Chicago's and the California's of the, of, you know, the country. Um, yep. And so, yeah, I think you're right. We need to, um, people need to pay attention to who they're electing. Right. We can't, I, I don't want to, you know, sound typical and say we need to get rid of the establishment, but we kind of need to get rid of some of these established politicians in here who are contributing to this problem every year. Yep. Um, another thing, um, Rand Paul has a great, solution for balancing the budget. Nobody will listen to him on it though, but it's a great <laughs> idea. It's like, what if we save cut 1% a year, right? We're saving 1%. He's, you know, he says, you can't tell me if you're a, a group or whatever, and you're coming to us for money. And we say, okay, right now we can give you 1% la- less than last year that you wouldn't be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I think if we yep. come with that mentality, yep. we're going to take 1% away, you know, a year, we should be, we should be good. So yep. I guess in this case for Wyoming, since like you said, the budget is a budget year is two years, then it's 2%, yep. right? Yep. Sorry. You'll get 2% less than you did this past time. Sure. You know, God, you could still even do 1% because, yeah. um, and I mean, you're, you're spot on, man. I mean, this is, you know, I wish you would have been there with Bo. He proposed that yeah. numerous times of, Hey, it's not a cut. It's just, we're, we're and it literally was small amounts of like, we got, we, it's, uh, if anything, it was a pause. He's like, we're not right. giving you an increase. Like it's yes. the same in K through 12 was, you know, they braided him through the media and they're like, you hate K two 12. And he's like, all I said is we got to stop the increase. Right. And now look, yeah. and now you're getting upset when someone's like, we're going to cut you 10%. Yeah. And it's like, well, guys, there's no, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess we're just doing fake money. Like, right. I mean, this is a real problem. And I, and it, it's, I'd like to get Tom Kelly on cause he's seen this. This yep. is why he left Chicago right. is he's like, I can't pay the property taxes. Yep. And then he said, I can't do it in Colorado. Right. And then he's like, this is my last. <laughs> yeah. It's the frontier. <laughs> this yeah. is the last chance. Um, I do want to add to you. I'm, uh, I'm not going to drop names, but a teacher that I, um, was talking to about just kind of where we are with, with this, you know, recognize that. K-12 funding is a huge portion of the budget and has been waiting for something, you know, for this time, right? He's like, (laughs) I've been waiting for this. You know, I've seen it on the wall and I've been wondering when, you know, when is it going to finally hit us? But we were talking about, um, you know, Wyoming pays about 15 to $17,000 a student, right? That makes up that budget. Right. And we talked about this last week where they were considering reducing that amount. Um, It's like, great. But that doesn't, that doesn't, we still have to pay that, right? Like that's still, um, reducing that amount was fine. Anyway. Yeah. That's beside the point. The point is though, you look at States around us, right? South Dakota, Montana, um, they pay less for their students in education, but their state testing scores are higher than Wyoming's. Yes. You know, so it's the the parallel there is where we are paying too much and it's not, uh, benefiting or I think a counterpoint is, is yes. Right. That's, that's correct. I think another thing too, for teachers would be, you know, is the money and, and this is what kind of drives me crazy sometimes with talking with some teachers that I know is like, you're not asking the question of, is the money being used to you? Yeah. You know, like you said, whoever that teacher was, was like, you know, I've seen the writing on the wall. It's like, well, yeah. Cause you're getting told that. Your job's going to get cut. Jobs are going to get cut. It's like, if anything, you should be pushing back on the administrators and saying, where's all this money going? Yeah. 
I don't get paid 18 grand for all the kids I see. Right. I guarantee you, I can call up uh, my best man. That was, a, you know, it's like, yeah. I guarantee you he ain't getting paid that. <laughs> so where's the money going? Yeah. And that's exact. There are leaders in our state government that have asked these questions, Yep. but people are not paying attention. And, and also actually I'll say, you can go to the school board meetings and bring that up if you yep. want to. They're probably not going to tell you. Right. But It'll be backwards um, loop language, but, but yeah. you could. Um, so anyways, um, and I think Zach, Zach, before we move on, you hit on what Bo said is, um, that was his point in regards to there has to be leadership this year from the state government because yes, people are coming here for opportunity. Yep. And he's like, we have to be stable. We, he's like, look, he's like, businesses aren't going to move here because they keep seeing reports out of the trib. And he even brought up Forbes, you know, Forbes yeah. has mentioned it. We we're talking about income tax or corporate tax. Yep. He's like, you know, if you're a business leaving California and he's like, and if you're going to do Wyoming versus Texas, but you keep seeing these articles from the trib or from whoever, from Forbes saying, we're thinking about a corporate income tax and Texas yep. is saying, hell no. Uh -huh. I'm going to Texas. Yeah, yeah. We're already at a disadvantage against Texas because they're going to be bigger. Yep. You know, they've got other, they've got bigger cities. So th that's what we're talking about. And, right. and if, you know, whatever, I don't know. It's like, we're yelling, like, like Bo said, we're yelling at deaf ears and it's kind of like, you know, if you're listening, great, but you know, this is the, these are the conversations you have to have. Yep. You know, people have to see, you cannot lie to me and say, no, Chicago's not going through this. It's like, yeah, they are right. Oh, yeah. They're up there with New York with the yep. exodus. Um, and yep. so anyway, so, um, uh, th this is kind of weird timing, Zach. Mm -hmm. So Weston County, County commissioners, uh, I don't think you can fire him. I think you just let him go, right? Your health official. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Sure. I guess it's fired. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but it was weird timing because, uh, you know, they were part of like Niobrara, I think in Crook County. Mm-hmm. Uh, they appealed to the state about, you know, these masks, these restrictions don't apply to us because of our, our population. Weston County did not win. Um, and I think the county commissioners, it's very vague, but I feel like the county commissioners felt like their health official didn't help their case. Okay. Um, it's funny, this article is coming out and that they ousted their health official last week because the restrictions are up. So it's kind of like, right. Well, that was kind of like a, I don't know, like, um, a, um, a spiteful move, I think, sure. in my opinion. Uh, so, however, I think like this is what some of the counties should have done anyways. You know, if you weren't, you know, which some counties did, you know, like Niobrara and Cook County, they appealed, you know, those mandates. They're like, that's yep. not going to happen. Weston tried, obviously. Um, you know, there wasn't really a movement here in Sheridan, which is, uh, which is fine. I think it's, I think here in Sheridan, we were just like, hey, we're going to do what we're, you know, recommended to do and help our businesses, um, which is probably fascinating. You know, I'd be curious to see like what counties in the country, like, you know, Sheridan did really well this year, yep. you know, and it's like, you know, what, anyways, I don't know, but what's your opinion on that? Cause it, like, seriously, it's, they let him go on Friday, but it's like, that's when the restrictions lifted. So it's kind of like, I mean, I understand you didn't win and maybe he didn't help you, but. Yeah, I think, um, it's interesting the timing is interesting too. Um, and it sounds like, so they, uh, Weston County applied for a variance to keep bars and restaurants open. Right. And Jording, um, later denied the variance. So I think they're upset about that. 
you know, who, who gave you the authority to, you know, say, right. You know, to control businesses is probably the mentality there. Um, this is interesting though. Um, and this is maybe a little bit off topic from, you know, what, what actually happened, but it says here appointed by the commissioners, Jording was paid $1,000, $1,050 a month for the position. When COVID began, an additional $2,222 uh, went to his salary. Guess where that money came from? Right, the COVID funds. The CARES Act. <laughs> so we're, again, I think that would, that's enough to make these people angry too. It's like, well, hang on, that money was for for businesses. That was for, for us. Well, local governments all got... Um, they all get a little, yeah, a little raise. That was one of the first... Well, I, it, I think it all, see, and this is, and this is something that we can point back to K-12. Uh-huh. Um, th- that's how K-12 is, is done is that amount per kid. Sure. And then it just goes to the districts. Yep. Same with the CARES Act, how the governor did it was just, here's a certain amount. Yeah. You know, however he did it, probably sure. by population, I would imagine, yeah, went to the counties and then the counties decided what to do with it. So yeah, a lot, a lot of weird stuff there in Weston County because it's like, well, hold on. You, you know, you gave this dude a raise during COVID. Mm-hmm. He doesn't agree with you, and, and then you fire him. It's yeah. just like, what a wild. Yeah. Uh, they they do go on to cite some more numbers like, hey, our county numbers were not that bad, you know, compared to other counties in the state. We didn't need this. Um, and so I think that's where they're at. They're just like, you know, yeah. you just were following the governor probably. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> that's probably who he reports to. But, uh, <laughs> well, and, the, you know, they're right next to the border of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably like, I yeah. don't know, you know, because yeah. South Dakota was pretty loose and didn't see that. Yeah. Anyways, but. It is an interesting story. I'm sure there's. More to come, probably. There's probably more to come, and there's probably some unhappy, uh, uneasy feelings there. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I tell you what, like we might have to start talking about um, Jackson Hole as like uh, as the, its own segment. <laughs> well, like uh, what was well, it had to be like a radio show, probably Barstool Sports. They or so a podcast. Yeah, but they would do like Florida Man. Oh yeah. Or was it a radio yeah. show? I can't remember. Uh, Spencer would do Florida man. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. That's what yes. it is. Yes. Yeah. So it was radio. Yep. Like, I feel like Jackson's about to become like, you're the Florida <laughs> man of Wyoming, dude. Yeah. Like I cannot, seriously, we cannot get through a week yeah. without some weird story coming out of Teton County. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, I wonder, I will say this. They didn't relay this. Remember there was that guy. Well, I don't know that. I don't think they ever said they knew it was a guy, but remember that weird story about that serial yes, stalker? Yes, the couple predator. months. Yeah, the yep. predator. And then they were like, "This could be the same guy like five years ago." Yeah. Now, but I don't think that dude ever attacked anybody. Right, but very. But I didn't see anything on if they caught him. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I mean, this is probably not the same guy because this is, this seems like this is like a domestic sort of incident, and he st- he kills yeah. kills an elderly person, and then is in like a standoff for 13 hours with uh, Jackson Hole police. This man was arrested. Um, yeah. Cause killed, he killed him in like a nursing home or like an, I should not a nursing home, but like assisted living. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so it was a stabbing, uh, 38 year old man allegedly stabbed 52 year old man, uh, at the town Creek apartment. So yeah, like assisted living. Yeah. Facility. And I feel like they don't mention anything in regards to any, 
you know, what their connections are to each other. You know, that almost sounds like a father, son, maybe. Um, but, uh, that does, we maybe should maybe follow back up on that stalker um, story from yeah. Jackson hole. Um, if you remember that story, we just said, remember, uh, own a piece, you know, second amendment, uh, right. Have a gun, lock yep. your doors and windows. Yes. Travel in twos. Um, um, I forgot we, um, so the other day when we were recording, I saw this and I forgot to put it in here. The health department, the state health department, I think, yeah, was vandalized with fake blood. Oh yeah. Uh, they, somebody splattered fake blood yep. on the, the, the door. See, and again, this is, again, we are going to stay consistent here. That's mm-hmm. not okay. Yeah. No. That's not okay. No. no. You can't do that. That's damaging property. Yep. And if we find you, you are arrested and you're going to be tried for property damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As you should be. I yep. mean, not only are you destroying property, but you're just it's fear. You're just spreading fear. Exactly. You're just making people scared. Yep. Making people worried. Um, and that's not all right. I, that's, I just saw the headline. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. that's all it was. Somebody splattered yep. some fake blood. Yep. They're pissed about COVID. I mean... Uh, we need to be harder on our kids. Yeah. <laughs> you teach us, teach people right from wrong. Yeah, yeah man. God, there are consequences to your, yeah, actions. To your actions. Damn right. Um, last thing we'll talk about. So <laughs> they weren't even a freaking week in, um, the 5,000 well project that was approved by the BLM in Converse County mm-hmm. hasn't, hasn't even been approved for a week. And you've already got Native American groups, uh, mostly the Sioux tribes, um, are bringing up um, whatever you want to say, let you know, environmental problems, policy problems, issues. Sure, um, of course, Zach. This brings a bigger issue than just them coming out and and wanting to push back on the BLM. Um, <sighs> I understand because, you know, I did, I did take a year of history. You know, I'm not going to stand up here and say, no, we didn't take lands from the native Americans. No, we didn't. It's like, yes, we did. Like we definitely did. Yes. Um, here in Wyoming, Oklahoma, I mean, all, all throughout the frontier, we did. My question is <laughs> when these groups do this stuff, it's like, what, do you, there's no real solution. Yeah, because really, like what they're doing, like all they're they're just petitioning and they're saying like this used to be historical land, all this stuff. Yeah, and it's like okay, but you're not giving you're not giving these companies a solution here. Like what right. what can they do to make this better? Yeah, and they're not going to say it publicly, but it's money. Right. Okay. Like the yeah. Dakota Access that went through. You want to know why? Because the tribes got money. They got money, but not publicly. Like, exactly. Well, they were already paid for that. Right. They don't want you to know that they were already paid beforehand. Because yeah. then the people that uh, were protesting the pipeline were actually trespassing. Because the yep. people that owned the land were like, "Hey, they paid us money." Yep. Like that's how a contract works. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you know, of course, that wasn't. Anyways, that. Yeah. But th- this is the biggest issue. Like what? I get it. Like I'm not arguing yeah. arguing with you that there was what it was at the Sand Creek massacre. I mean, we can yeah. go on and on and on. There's yeah. the Trail of Tears. Like I'm not arguing that. Yep. But you're not giving us a solution. Right. And then you have a dude out here that goes and shoots three trophy elk out of season and then yeah. he pulls this, "Oh, well the treaty's still in effect." Yeah. Time out. Like are you your own country? Right. Or are you, like you know, and which is we can get into that freaking Supreme court decision. Cause it's like, cause really they left it up saying that, yeah, the native Americans can just 
roam the treaty lands. And it's like, well, time out. There's a state, yeah. you know, there's a state called Wyoming and Montana yeah. that have sovereignty anyway. So yeah. this is what we're talking about. Like yeah. what, there's no solution. Um, and here, here we go again. Fossil fuel projects cannot get off the ground because people just want to, you know, appeal and appeal and appeal. Yep. Um, and you wonder why the last seven years our power bill has gone up 11%, even though the efficiency of everything and even renewables. Yep, mm-hmm. you heard it. I'm favoring renewables here. <laughs> okay. Power has gone up 11%, though, even though renewables are, up, you know, more efficient and fossil fuels are more efficient. This yep. is the reason why. Because yeah. you can't, we're... Right. It's just, it's how a supply and demand works. And you have to pay your, you have to pay your employees more. And if you can't get to work, your costs are going to go up so you can, you can cover the gap. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. I think, you know, and you mentioned that nobody's offering a solution, right? And I, that's something that happens with every problem. People just like to to moan, you know, cry and, and cry and moan, and they're not going to offer any solutions, right? That's on you who who wronged me yep. to, to come up with, you know. But every time you're going to come up with something, it's going to be a no from me. Well, from me. And, and, you know, same, same with African-Americans. Like, I'm not going to dispute that either. Like, yeah, we have a bad history, yeah. you know. My flip is, you know, I'm in an interesting spot because, okay, you if you want to use the, uh, my my dad's family is mostly Caucasian, right? Okay, you know, and let's talk reparations, right? Let's let's say that's what they want. We want reparations, like you're gonna give African Americans. Okay, fine. I'm half Caucasian. My mom's South Korean mm-hmm. and was adopted. Yeah. So what are, are my reparations less now? Right. Or can I jump in on the train of the Asian Americans that now come out and say, hey, in World War II, you put us in internment camps right. and took our businesses on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, can I apply for that? Like, what? Right. Are, like, where, where, does the, where does the line get drawn? Yeah, and I don't exactly. know. We're kind of going off the rails here. But yeah. um, anyways, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. It was multiple different tribes. They were all yeah. mostly Sioux. Um Ogallala, or well, not, I shouldn't say that. Ogallala um, are, are part of the Sioux. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lakota Sioux, and yep. um, which I think, you know, uh, historically the Converse County area, that was their um, yeah. majority area. So anyway, sorry, we kind of went a little off the rails there. But um, that's kind of it for episode 79, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah. Um, let's, hit our, let's hit our sponsors one last time here. Sure. This episode was brought to you by the Pony Bar and Grill. Um, please support your local businesses, especially your restaurants and bars. The Pony has recently closed off their deck, so they are open year-round, so they have more seating. So uh, check them out. They're, they've got some of the best burgers in town here in Sheridan. Yeah, and if you are looking to, if you have any questions on your property or are looking to refinance, have Sheridan County Title help you out today. Their office is located on South Main Street, and you can call them at 307 This episode was also brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. Are you looking for somebody that can provide full service printing? Um, They can do any large format printing, digital printing, color printing. They also provide full marketing services that be social media, web design, and more. Alpha Graphics here on North Main. And if you're looking for some digital marketing services, check out DYT Solutions. They are offering custom web design and digital marketing for your company and brand. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. Looking to buy 
or sell or build a new home here in Sheridan, you're going to need a local expert that can help you out with all those needs. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Thank you for listening and go be Wyoming. Oh,